I feel like right now there's also a grace. I don't, I don't know who this is for, but there's a grace right now to say yes to God. And it's been a struggle for someone, could be multiple people, but in every area, not just a partially surrendered heart, but a fully surrendered heart. And uh, I'm feeling like it's, it's, it's been a struggle to say yes because you're not really convinced that God is going to show up for you in that area. And you're not really convinced that he's going to set you free in that. So you've just continued and given up hope in that. But right now, I know the power of the Holy Spirit is in this place to say yes to God, to lay it all down, and to say, do what only you can do in my heart, because I do not want to be dwelling on the ground, pushed down in any area. How dare the devil take a spot, even one spot of my life, how dare I let him take even one spot of my life when he has called us to walk in the kingdom in the fullness of his power. And that is the yes that he is saying. I am here today to enable you to say yes to walking in the fullness of my spirit, walking in the fullness of all that I am, walking in the fullness of your calling. I'm here to give you grace to say yes. And today is a new day, and his mercies are new this morning. And this morning, there is freedom in this house. Jesus. We say yes, Lord. I'll share this. Um, Jen, who... For some of us, we've been putting a time limit on it as if it might be too late for grace in an area or a season, and God is saying it's not too late. Yeah. I, I believe what, what Brennan said. There is a grace in this room to say yes to God. And the yes to God might mean different things to different ones of us, but I'd say there's always another yes. How many of you found that if you walk with Jesus, there's always a next yes? And the thing about those next yes is there's almost a stress to, to give the yes. But once you give the yes, it's like, what, what was the stress about? How many know what I'm talking? How many have walked with Jesus enough to know it's the stress on the yes is only on the before you say it? And um, I may sense God's presence in here. And I'll tell you what I begin to hear. We, uh, God gave us a word when we started. 2011. Pastor Todd, I think you were there with us. First day. Kelly, I think you might have been there with us in that room. Um, and it's kind of been in the background, and it's always a part of our story. Um, but, I, but I heard God say, this is the season where he begins to accelerate this word. And the very first uh, meeting that we had uh, was in our family room in the house we used to live in. I had no clue what I was going to talk about as do we said, hey, let's, let's start. There was maybe 11 or 12 of us in, in our family room. And I was, before everybody got there, I was walking out of the bedroom into the kitchen. And when I crossed that threshold into the kitchen, the words dropped in my spirit, Ezekiel 37. 
And I thought, I think it's something about dry bones. And open it up and read it to that group that day. And as I begin to talk and preach and teach or whatever you do in those settings and read through this passage, I heard God say, it's a prophetic word for this church. It's a prophetic word for this city. And there will come a time when the dry bones scattered over this city that used to know life, that used to feel apart, that used to flow in their giftings, but because of hopelessness and because of breakdowns now isolated away from their parts are now very dry. God said there is coming a moment in this city where I am going to speak with my voice and dry bones all over this central Ohio region that the enemy has banked on not coming back are going to rise up and come back and get connected to their bones, not just any, but their bones, and that God is going to have a body in this city that rises up as a mighty army that does the works of God. God told me, he said, it's going to happen in this city, and you're going to be a part of it. Yes. And so the reason, I, I had no name for our Bible study, and I, I thought, well, you know what? He spoke life, and I felt it in my spirit, and so for a number of years, we were life church. Not because that's a popular name and all that sounds cool. We were Life Church because of that Ezekiel 37 vision. And then a few years ago, God began to deal with me and he said, I want you to know it's not just life, it's life in this city. And that the movement I am raising up is a city within the city. That is going, you are a city on a hill. You are a city on a hill, Jesus said. And you shine as a light to your generation. And so I'm going to read this scripture and I'm going to then show you something that the Lord just spoke to me and kind of tied something together from last year at this time. How many of you know last year at this time we had a prophetic word, significant prophetic word concerning the roar of God? It wasn't just here, it was all over this nation, but for us here it was this prophetic word. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. I'm going to tell you, there are people that some have written off as they will not live again. They will not preach again. They will not serve again. They will not worship again. They are too far gone. And I'm going to tell you, that's not God's word over their life. They are coming home. There are some in lifestyles today that that the enemy has said they're not coming home. There are some of us that have believed it is not possible that some would live again. But I hear the voice of the word of the Lord in my spirit. And I'm going to tell you, there are crack addicts today. They're getting ready to come home. There are some that are strung out in crystal meth, but the sea 
seed of the word of God is in them and they are getting ready to come home. There is some bound in anger today and they're sitting. They don't know how to get back, but they're coming home. How many of you believe that today? I'm telling you it's time. And don't you side with the voice of the enemy. I'm telling you this voice of the accuser has got to be broken in the spirit, in the body of Christ, in this city. It's time we stood up and said, devil, you will not define who is in this kingdom, but God is calling for a mighty army that's getting ready to rise up with repentance and power and come together through the voice of the Lord. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. He said, Son of man, can these bones live? And the prophet said, after he looked at him, he said, Oh, Lord, you know. I know that's a good answer. When you're not quite sure how to answer Jesus, you just say, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones. Everybody say, prophesy upon these bones. Life City, we are called as a voice in the spirit first to prophesy to the bones in this city through prayer and intercession and to call them forth to live. I'm just going to say that and put that out there. I'm telling you, we are called to prophesy to the bone and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you. I will bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin. And I will put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know. Here's the end. Not the name of our church, not the name of another church, not the name of the greatest preacher, not the name of the latest book, not the name of the latest fad. You shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, now here's what I wanted to get to. There was a noise. There was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and then the bones came together, bone to bone. The first phase of this calling forth is a noise. beginning of October, I began to pray, and I'm like, Lord Jesus, I always start about October saying, God, what are we going to do in the next year? What's prepares for the next year? And he said, which calendar? Yours or mine? And I began to, I knew this. I hadn't thought about it. He said, you know, the Jewish people begin the new year in October. And I was impressed. I was impressed from the fact that last year this prophetic word came the first of October. And I heard the Lord say, there's going to be a renewal of this roar. Rosh Hashanah, which is, the New Year means, uh, means literally to raise the roar. And then I read here that when we begin to speak, there's a noise. There was a sound that came from heaven. There was a roar that came from heaven. But the purpose of this roaring was the bringing of the bones back together. And I know this is kind of out there prophetic, 
but I sense it and I feel it and I'm going to speak it because I feel God saying to speak it. But how many of you witness to the fact in your spirit that there is some, there's a whole lot of shaking going on? Don't you be discouraged when things start shaking. When things start shaking, it means God's moving. There's a voice. There's a roar. There's a shaking, and the next step is bones are coming back. Bones are coming back. All over this city. Here's my prayer. Every Holy Spirit church in this city, listen, is going to be filled. I'm praying that they are filled with people coming home. I'm praying they are filled with backsliders coming back to Jesus. I'm praying that we have to rent arenas so that we can get them in coming. I'm praying that homes begin to open up. We begin to say, God, we don't have room in the church. We have room in our home. Let's begin to disciple them in our home. I'm praying that coffee houses begin to overflow because bones are getting ready to come back together. I'm praying that Life City, but listen, we begin to, we can't build fast enough, not for our name, but because God is bringing back the bones to come back as a mighty army for God that will restore. Store the old places. But I'm not just praying for us. I'm praying bless C3. Bless, let it be. I'm praying, God, let this be Pastor Rob Parsley's greatest days of his life. I pray for him right now. I pray, God, that the anointing of God that has been on his life in this city, that it increases to a degree that it never has been before. Give them wisdom. Give them strength. Fill that building, God, with the loss that come in. We pray, God, for Pastor Cassie. We pray for Pastor Conan. We pray, God, in this city, raise up, God, a revival that cannot be stopped. How many of you believe that today? I believe it today. Pastor Todd, I believe it. I believe that. And yes, I call you Pastor Todd. Because the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. And the devil can't take away from you. Come on up here. The devil can't take away from you a calling. You can only lay it down. The enemy can't take it away. You can only lay it down. But I see within you a spirit that says it is time to rise up. Listen, you don't have to know what it looks like. You don't have to know the details. You just begin to say, God, from this moment on, this is who I am. This is what I'm called to do. I don't know the details. I don't know how it'll all work out. But I can tell you for the rest of my life, take me, God. Take me in your hands. Break me. Give me out. Anoint me. Empower me. But I am here for this season because I'm a bone that is necessary in what God's doing. called. You're called. Lord, we repent. I repent for the spirit in this city that would take joy over those that have fallen. Lord, we repent, God, of anything within us. God, that would look at others that have not done right and somehow feel better about ourselves. We repent of that, God. This is a season where all hands are needed, God, where everyone that you have placed in your body is to be healed, set free, God, healthy, risen, God, to that which you've called them to become and to do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let me believe that. How many believe that? You go with it, bro.
the bass say, live. Live. Speak life to Pickerington. Speak life to Pickerington. Speak life to Canal Winchester. We speak life to Pataskala. We speak life to Etna. We speak life to Columbus. We speak life to this region. Thank you, God. Strengthen your body. Strengthen your people, God. In the name of Jesus, speak. Lord, bring life into us, God. No more backslidden generations. No more lost generations. God, raise up a standard of the Spirit of God in this city that the next generation wouldn't be lost. Oh, God, that they, that they would not be lost when they turn the age, God, that they can leave, but they would not be lost. God, get a hold of our children. God, give them visions. Give them dreams, God. We pray for teenagers, God, in our churches, God, that there would be a hearing of the sound of the Lord. God, that you would open up their spirits, God, to hear the sound of the Lord. God, in Jesus' name, we speak to every person, God, that has heard your voice, and it seems like it is pushed down. It has been lost. We speak that the seeds of those words would rise strong again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How many believe that today? How many believe that today? You say, what do you do next? I have no clue what you do next. But I'm very okay with that. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We pray for the leadership of our nation. Forgive us for not standing in our place in the Spirit. Forgive us, God, for being bystanders, watching a generation and watching a nation lost when you have called us to be standard bearers, voices of authority in the Spirit. Bless our president today. Bless our Congress today. Bless our governor today. Bless our mayors today. Bless our state representatives today. And by blessing, God, we're not praying merely for things. We're praying for the blessing of an encounter with you, God. We're praying for the blessing of the wisdom of God to lead in a way that, Father, in every stratum of leadership, God, to lead in a way that is pleasing to you. In the name of Jesus, God, we lift up to you the courts today, and we pray, God, Lord, that you would bring about righteousness in the courts. Father, we pray and we ask forgiveness for the over 40 million babies that have been lost on the altar of of Roe v. Wade, and we pray, God, that you would forgive our nation, God, that we stand in the gap today, and we pray, God, that you would raise up a generation not only to turn. Lord, those legal, Lord, things around, but also, God, a generation to go forth to love on those that are considering, God, those choices that are not right. Raise up your church, God, to turn back the tide of evil and to save a generation. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Give us a humility again. Let the church be marked by humility and power. 
Let us be marked by authority, but great humility. And God, that we would only desire the name of Jesus to be glorified. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Frati Isi, Supronde, Ekratasi, Ishafrati, Isabrohoye, and Yananda. Sefrabande is a Romanaste. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. There is a window of grace. There is a window of grace. There is a window of grace. Draw your people, God, to prayer. Draw your people to prayer. Draw churches to prayer. Draw leaders to prayer. Draw us to God where the secret place is our most desired place. Make it, God, that there would be a secret place in our heart always open as we walk through the day to hear your voice, to respond, God. Lord, to live life in the power of your spirit. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We declare it. We declare it. We declare that Columbus, Ohio will be a, a hub of the spirit, a place of great strength, a place of the spirit. In the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. Amen. How many you believe that? How many you believe that today? Thank you, God. Well, I had a good message. It'll keep. The, uh, the scripture talks about the sons of Issachar. How many are familiar with that scripture, the sons of Issachar? It's an Old Testament scripture. It talked about one of the uh, family tribes of Israel. The sons of Issachar understood the times, and they knew what to do. And I believe God is giving us wisdom and understanding concerning the times so that we can know what to do. The last thing I'll say is, and I know we've got stuff happening here today, um, but, I, but I heard the Lord say, and I, I don't know what all of this means, but I heard him say concerning, and I'll say, how many know that God is a God of judgment? We don't talk about that because it doesn't fit into our modern template of how we, of the God we have created in our image. When you read the scripture, there is a God of judgment. 
and there are there are different judgments before a final judgment. In other words, God will encourage us, judge yourself so uh, you don't have to be judged. If you study history, how many know that kingdoms and nations uh, have been judged? I was reading the book of Daniel this week, and one of the nations saw a hand come up on the wall. There was a hand that came on the wall and said, meeny, meeny, tickle a person. You have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. And Daniel said, this day, he said, I'll make you third in the kingdom. He said, well, this day it's getting ready to come down. Because God will work with nations. God will give nations spaces of repentance. And when it's done, it's done. It doesn't mean the church is done. It just means that that nation can be done. And I heard the Lord say, there's a window. It's not over for our nation. And, and I hope this is not just so out there. For I'll, I'll just say what I sense. Because I fear sometimes maybe we just come to church and we're looking for uh, things to help our lives and help it. But how many know your micro view of life has to be informed by a macro prophetic view of what's happening in the culture and what's happening in a generation? Amen. I cannot properly raise my children unless I understand the times that we are in and I can prophetically see the times they are going in. Because to raise my children, I'm just raising them, you know, go out and get a good job and do all of this. If my job is to raise them in the spirit and prepare them so they can do the same with their children. Not for the purpose of fear, but for the purpose of building faith to build what God has in that generation. Amen? I know you're all with me. Amen? And so I think it's important we understand the times. And there are many voices out there, some saying it's over, America will not have another revival, God can't do something. And I really believe in my spirit we have a window for God to move powerfully. How many of you believe that? A window for God to move powerfully. And that the greatest prophets, greatest pastors, greatest marketplace prophets, whatever you want to call them, are coming. And many of them sitting in this room and they're under the age of like 10 and 20. But every great movement is birthed in worship and in prayer and in understanding the times. Amen? You say, how do I do that and live a regular life? The good news, you can. Right? You got a preacher who works during the day in this season, right? Gives me an interest. So you can live in the spirit. And by the way, it's all spiritual. Amen? Where you go to work, it's spiritual. Right? You can stay tuned in the spirit. And still be processing insurance, right? Or whatever, you, no, whatever you do. Loans. Yeah. Loans. Yeah. And recognize that that's a place that God wants to use us. Amen. But at the same time, recognizing we carry something that God is birthing and God is moving and God is doing in our city. Amen. Yeah. So the reason for the onslaught of discouragement. How, I'm going to ask you this. How many of you have felt in the last six to eight weeks just uh, an unusual level of discouragement, tiredness, dark. Anybody felt that? It, it kind of goes with the season. I mean, you get into the fall and you have all this nonsense in the spirit and stuff like that. But I think also it's, it, there's a greater thing. There is some, there's a battle for a generation, battle for our city, a battle for what God's doing. So what we do in those times is we get stronger. Amen. Somebody just lift up your hands and say this. Say, Jesus. Yes. 
say yes to you. And I trust you, God. What you're working in me, work it through me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen. Take an offering and make some announcements, I think. I was going to preach my message today, 21 Ways to Kill Your Giant. No, I'm just kidding. I, I had a friend one time who preached a message, 21 Ways to Kill Your Giant. After he was done, I said, you could have killed him in three. <laughs> Points. <laughs> he, he's, he's awesome. All right, ushers, if you could come forward, I want to give you the opportunity to give today. If you're here for the first time, we're glad that you are here. And um, we have a Connect card in the seats in front of you. If you'd like some more information, we'd love to get it to you. And we would love to know about you. So if you could fill one of these out, drop it in the offering, that would be awesome. And we'll get some information to you. So Lord, we pray, God, as we give into your kingdom, we pray, God, that you would take what is given, bless it, shake it, multiply it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, what do we got for announcements? Give a hand to Hannah and Matt. Do an awesome job. Good morning. How is everyone on this cold Sunday morning? Good. Um, I just have a couple announcements. We have our Fall Fest going on today. If you signed up to um, do a trunk, we are going to have parking on the grass. So following the second service, if you'll just pull your car or see one of the parking attendants, um, park on the grass and we'll get you I got some notes here. Uh, okay, one other thing. We're going to try to do some new stuff uh, with the children. How many of you guys know uh, the safety of our children is very, very important, correct? I know uh, certain parents um, always watching out for their kids. For us, I'm always on like 110,000 when I'm around other people. My kids are running around. I'm always looking what's going on. So with that, we're going to start to kind of tighten up our process of releasing the children. So we typically... When we were a smaller group, we typically just let the kids kind of go with their parents. But now that we're growing as a church family, uh, we're going to have the parents, if they can come through this door right here, and then we're going to have someone verify your ticket and match it with the child's ticket on the There's back. No so we just want to make sure that we are signing out the kids and that you are getting them. Also, if you want to hang out, more than welcome to hang out, have some coffee, um, treats in the back. But if you can get your kids first and then hang out just so that uh, the children's workers can kind of focus on cleaning and kind of getting that stuff uh, ready for the next day. Well, not the next day, the next week. But um, that would be greatly appreciated as well. So uh, remember, sign out your kids uh, through this door. Somebody would be there verifying your ticket, okay? Uh, okay, next thing is <clears throat> we have a beautiful Fall Festival. Well, Hannah spoke about that. Okay, Fall Festival. We'll get on that. Next. All right. Pastors. Don't we have some awesome pastors that we every single day do their best? So if we can call Pastor Matt and Pastor Brent forward. Um, you know, we don't do as much as I, I feel like I don't do enough to honor them, right? Every single week. They are seeking God. They are trying to hear from heaven so that they can get a word to come here and deliver to you guys and to us so that we can be encouraged and we can take that word with us throughout the week and we can um, um, spread that same message. 
uh, day in it. He has a full-time job. Bryn works. It's not just a Sunday gig. This is a week gig. So um, we wanted to take some time out and give our appreciation, our love as a church family um, and just overall, just as people, that we appreciate everything you guys do every single week. Um, even fighting through trials, fighting through tribulations. Yeah, can we all just stand up and give them a really good round of applause? We, <laughs> we thank you. We appreciate everything you do for our children, for us, mentally sometimes, mostly mentally for me, uh, <laughs> physically. Uh, even Bren, would, uh, she would be fighting through her, her things and she would still come up here and lead this uh, body into worship. And not complain about it. That's the thing, because me, I complain all the time, and I'm like, my back hurts. How many other guys just make it seem like you're you going to ER? And Hannah's like, be quiet already, you're fine. But uh, Bryn, she <laughs> she comes up here, and you don't hear a peep out of her. Um, but we we appreciate that, and it's very encouraging and inspiring to us uh, young parents um, growing up. We, we just we we love looking at that and knowing that that's where we have to go. That's the mindset we have to have. That's the peace we have to have. That's the prayer that we have to have. Um, you know, Pastor Matt doesn't do it for a show. C yeah. Can you hear when he's just going and praying and praying? Yeah. That's because he does that all week. Yeah. And now it's, it's just a normal day for him when he's doing all that. And it's encouraging for me to know that someone like that prays because I don't pray all the time like I need to. And I wish that I need to get to that level that, that, that he's at. And uh, it's very encouraging to see that. So we, we love you and we appreciate you. Sorry, I talked too much. Uh, we have a gift. <laughs> that we, we have a gift here. This is from all of us to you guys. We just want to thank you and we appreciate you. One more round of applause, if you will. Thank you so much. All right. Wonder Woman and uh, Captain Marvel will go to their seats. All right, Pastor Matt. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I love you. I didn't know those were the announcements, so <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, should we open this? Yeah. Who wants to know what's in there? I'm just kidding. Thank you guys so much. It really is a joy um, to serve. And we, we say it all the time, it's like the easiest church in the world to pastor, and I don't know how we get so lucky. Fortunate. Blessed. Oh. You want to read it? I can't read without my glasses. <laughs> you give from your generous heart, and our hearts are so grateful for you. Thankful for all you do. We love and appreciate all you do. Thank you, guys. It's a blessing to be able to be a part of leading this church. Mm -hmm. You are the, seriously, and I say this with all honesty, I've been a part of several ministries. You guys are the best group of people that we have worked with ever, and uh, we just love you so much. Thank you. Ditto. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And thank you to all of our staff here that helps run this every week. I don't want to start naming names, but um, there's so many that help. I look at Andrew here who's been, gosh, we couldn't do this without these guys, Pastors Larry and Karen, um, our youth pastors, what's his name back there, the blonde kid, and, <laughs> and Taylor, and uh, Matt and Hannah, so many of you. Uh, that do so much, um, you know, the Murdochs who are not even in here because they're out there getting stuff ready. And uh, but just everyone who helps serve um, every week, we're so grateful to you. Can you give a hand to everyone here that does this for no other reason than they love Jesus? So let's stand if you would, and we'll get ready to go here. Um,
So what's next is we just go outside, right? And you can, if it's too cold, you can come inside. Lord, we pray, God, you bless our day. We thank you, God, for the awesome presence of the Holy Spirit. We ask, God, that you would just um, bless us, God. We thank you that you have. We pray, God, that we would enjoy this time together as family and as families. And we thank you for your blessing on this church and these people, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Let's enjoy the day.